The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 189. Monday, February 20th, 2012. This is The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 189. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, how's it going? It's. I am Rob. Yeah. You are Greg. No, I, I'm George Lucas. Hi. <laughs> if you are, I'm going to kill you. Nah. All right, Paunch Stevenson Show, 189, yeah. paunchstevenson.com. Oh, by the way, our our biggest Twitter fan, Spaceman David, yeah. he's been leaving comments on paunchstevenson.com. Yes, he was talking and, about and some our, local psychos. Yes, and, which is awesome, and our Facebook page, and he writes to me on Twitter. All right, so go to the Facebook page. I'll show you what he left there. So we need more of that. All right, facebook.com slash slash. You should be able to see, or just hit enter. Face, oh, there it is, facebook.com yeah, slash. You should be able to see the first page without logging in. Punch Stevenson. All right, go down. No, I do. I do. I, I, see, the, I see this page all the time. Uh, I don't log fine. in. Fine. Ah! Wait, what, what is all this stuff? So he posted, first of all, he posted some picture. I don't know what? where he found this. What? Of the So You Want I think it's the So You Want to Be a Dancer guy. Yes! I don't know, click on it. Wait, David Sislak, is he related to Mo Sislak? Who was that? From The Simpsons. That's his name? <laughs> Mo the Bartender. All right, so anyway, our biggest fan, Spaceman David, posted a Only page... Fan. From the book, So You Want to Be a Dancer, which we talked about in our very first episode. That's that's not from the book. Yeah. That has to be that has to be from the book. That oh. has to be. That's the guy. Oh. Yeah, that's him. Man, that guy's gay. Well. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Wow, that is that's awesome. That is incredible. David, that... Wait, so so does David have this book, So You Want to Be a Dancer? I don't know where he found this. I think, it, what was it, from 1978? I don't know. Wow. All right, so then... Right, wait, David, I know you're listening. Oh, God. Post a comment. Do you own this book? Uh, if so, you have to scan more pages and put them on. If not, where did you get that? I don't know. So you want to be a day? I'm gonna, one of these days. I'm gonna have to buy this book. I'm gonna have to hunt it down on eBay and buy it because it is hilarious. Well, all right. So then he posted a couple other videos yeah. from uh, this must be some British show, the Peter Serafinowitz show. Oh, all right. But basically, so this guy is imitating Ringo Starr, and a couple of videos. One where he it's. Some kind of Ringo remembers thing where he's talking about uh, John Lennon coming up with the song Imagine. Oh, wait. Is it really Ringo or... No, it's him. It's this guy. Fake Ringo. Yes. Oh, okay. And some other one from 1969. They're kind of funny. Oh, all right. place. I remember when John yes. came up with Imagine. So uh, John says, hey, Ringo, I've written a new song. Hey Ringo, come and listen to me new song. I think it's the best one I've ever written. See what you think. He's got some guy playing Yoko. When I heard those first few bars, I was hooked. I thought this song is bloody brilliant. But then he started singing. I've got so much money. I've got millions of pounds. 
thought it was bloody big head. I'm so brilliant and wonderful. I think a Paul, the John Lennon guy has a Paul McCartney wig on or something. <laughs> Pretty good song, though. End up thinking about me drums. Here's the other one. Ringo, remember. Well, Beatle fans, welcome to Ringo Remembers. You know, people think that um, being in the Beatles must have been a lot of fun. Well, it was, most of the time. But um, sometimes it was bloody awful. Especially towards the end. He would argue and fight. Look at the guy that plays Paul McCartney, though. He sounds hilarious. I just think we should go to the toilet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Sounds sensible to me. I just want to go to the toilet, though. You know. Hey, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You know, we're just human beings. It's a physical fact. I didn't design the human digestive system. You know. We just all need to go to the toilet, simple as that. I really don't need the toilet. You did have that bloody big lentil curry, George. You're not listening. We don't need to go to the toilet. <laughs> all right, maybe we do need to go to the toilet. Are you absolutely bursting? So we all went upstairs onto the roof, and we came up with another bloody song. You got a pain deep down inside. Look on your face, you just can't hide. Take a load off of your mind. Take a load off your mind. Look at what they're sitting on. <laughs> Toilet. So they're, they're recreating that, you know, the roof. You know, the, the let it be or whatever that was. Yeah, the rooftop concert. Sitting on toilet. Just go. Go for a poo. Well, I couldn't. I tried, but it just wouldn't come. John was trying, George was trying, but we were all too nervous. But Paul, being Paul, just showing off, well, he just blew his brains out. Don't be afraid, don't mess around. Just take my hand and sit right down. Put on a smile, take off that Well, it was the first song to get into the charts about going to the toilet. 
So what did Esteban post? All right, so he posted um, a clip from this. Where the heck is it? There it is. All right, he posted a clip from this this show. Esteban, please save me robots.blogspot.com, one of our favorite sites. So he posted, yeah, so it's this clip from this old 80s cartoon called Robotics. And this was also done by Sunbow, or, or sorry, by Griffin Bacall, which, right. same people. But there were, yeah, I mean, there, there, you remember in the 1980s, the toys, robotics? Not really. It was sort of like Lego-ish type of toys, and you build things, but then... You could actually put a little motor inside and they move around. Ah, okay. So anyway, this um, this clip, he's like, hey, does any of these people sound familiar? And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's like the whole Transformers cast. Same voices and sound effects yeah. of like the metal. Same thing. background music. It is time for a new leader. GI Joe laser uh, sound effect. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just pause this for a second. Man, so it's done. The thing is, like, okay, Frank Welker, Peter Cullen, Chris Lotta, like, all these guys, it's like, they're doing all these dozens of robot voices on the Transformers, and some of them are even doing voices on GoBots, and now there's this new show, Robotics, where they're doing robot voices. like, how many different robot voices did, did Sunbow expect them to come up with? Well, the thing is, they there's only have... so many robot voices. I, you can I know, make. but they must have like foreseen this. So if you te- if you can tell, the vocoding on on this <laughs> is so pronounced, right? That it's you know it's like crazy because they knew if they had if it sounded the same, no one would believe it. And people are like, oh, what's this? Transformers? Well, that might have worked in their favor. That's Astro Train. That's The voices, the sound effects, even the plot, the plot of this. The same plot. Look at the the background. It's it's teleporting. 
short-circuited the turbo flow generator. Same music. The G. That's a G.I. Joe music. Well, it's the gem music, the Transformers yeah. music. Well, I mean, look, I mean, Filmation did the same thing. All of their shows had the same, like, voice actors and, and music and everything. That's how you, well, it's the only I'm, way you could do it. I'm not complaining. I like that music, and I like those voices. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's it's almost identical. All right. The robotics. Um, who puts the power in your hands? Robotics, robotics. That was the theme song. Okay. Or the, the commercial jingle. Was that like a GoBots theme song? That was... GoBots, the GoBots. Well, isn't that it's like what you just did? Sort of, I guess. I don't know. Ripped off Hanna-Barbera. Uh, I would whatever happened to... Oh, boy. Whatever happened to this guy was huge for like two or three years, not with me, but everyone loved him. Everyone was like totally into this thing, and then just vanished. Lord of the Dance, no Michael Flatley, like all these dumb like middle aged oh, women and stuff. Like, oh my god, we have to go home and watch Lord of the Dance. Oh my god, Lord of the. It was a novelty. For like a year or two, everybody loved Lord of the Dance, Michael Flatley, and then vanished. Well, because... Never to be heard from again. It wasn't him. It was the performance. You know, the whole... The dance performance. And I think... So whatever happened to him? Well, no one had ever seen that before. And I guess when they, they saw it, you know, people were like, wow, this is incredible. And then after they saw it a few times, and then everybody saw it within like a year or two, they're like, yeah. Well, the, the, what was it called? River Dance? <sighs> River Dance. But he called himself, I am the Lord of Whatever. the Dance. Whatever. I mean. <laughs> now where is he? I don't know. He's probably still dancing. In the street. Everyone around the world dancing in the street. That video like with, Mick with Jagger. Bowie and Jagger. Oh, my God. Uh, what else? Next. Uh, so, you remember 9-11? I think so. September 11th, 2001. Guess who said... He could have stopped 9-11 if he were a passenger on the plane, on one of the planes. Oh, Jesse Ventura. No. Jean-Claude Van Damme. No. Sylvester Stallone. I'll give you one more guess. Steven Seagal. Marky Mark. Oh. In a recent interview, Marky Mark said... If I were on that plane, there would be a ton of blood everywhere, and 9-11 would never have happened. I would have bashed all the terrorists' skulls in. gotten. I would have kicked down the door to the, the, the cockpit, yeah. flown the plane, and landed yeah, but, it safely myself. 
Yeah, but they, don't you know Jesse Ventura has already investigated? There, there was no passengers on these planes. They were, they were remotely controlled. Let me oh tell you, well, the conspiracy. Let me tell you, conspiracy is they're remotely controlled from the ground by the military. The military flew them into the buildings. And maybe, but Marky Mark doesn't seem to think so. I wish Marky Mark was on that plane. <laughs> no, <I'm> just, <laughs> just kidding. I wish some other people were on those planes. He was into the part, and he it was decent in that movie. Well, he was also in uh, The Other Guys, <laughs> Invincible, <laughs> etc. He's fine in the movies where he's just like a tough guy or whatever. Where I can't stand is the movies where he, start, he has to cry in the movies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Hayden Christensen. <laughs> 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 I have a celebrity birthday. Yeah. Betty White, 90 years old. 90. She recently turned 90 years old. Yeah. So, to Betty White from Rob and Greg at the Punch <laughs> Stevenson show, happy 90th birthday. And her celebrity deaths. Okay. Let's go to deadoraliveinfo.com and check it out. Hit enter. Oh. All right. Let's see. Some celebrity deaths. Ben Gazzara died. He was uh, in the, the Big Lebowski. Never saw it. Why would you have? <laughs> So who was that? Ben Gazzara, 81 years old. He died February 3rd, 2012. He was a good... Yeah, he, he did a lot of, like, old... Like, kind of, like, old mobster kind of guys. And then uh, Don Cornelius died from the Soul Train. <laughs> so... Killed, him, you know, killed himself. Yeah. Don Cornelius, 75 years old, died February 1st, 2012. Uh, Ian Abercrombie, he was uh, Mr. Pitt... On Seinfeld. He was Elaine's boss. Oh, he died? Yeah. Elaine, Elaine. these socks are too tight. Mm. No, no, no. Now these socks are too loose. Elaine. I didn't really like him. I like Mr. Peterman a lot better. <laughs> Elaine. Jay Peterman? Elaine. What is that noise I hear in the hallway? <laughs> Bosco. <laughs> um, wow, so Mr. Pitt died. And Robert. 77 years old. He died January 26, 2012. Also on that day dying was Robert Hayes. Hey, yes, hey, yes. Who's that? He was uh, on uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. He was uh, 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 Epstein. I don't no, know. No. Well, okay. sorry. So he was 60 years old. He died January 26, 2012. And uh, then last but not least, uh, have we mentioned this already? Uh, Joe Paterno? We've been avoiding it. No, we've, we've avoided Joe Paterno. Joe Paterno. Well, the whole, the, the whole yeah, yeah, situation. Kid touching. Yeah. Joe Paterno. Eh, I'm not even going to. Who cares? I'm not yeah. even going to give his stats. Won a lot of football games. Uh, did we say Patrice O'Neill? Yeah. Nah, we no, did we that did. A, All right. a while ago. Kim Jong-il. Who cares about him? <laughs> All right. So celebrity deaths. Yeah. Celebrity deaths. Soundwave, I can do a voice on robotics. 
He did. No, I mean me. Oh. Well, they haven't made robotics from now on. since 1985. <laughs> from now on. I don't see it coming back anytime soon. From now on, every episode, I'm doing at least three different voices. Ugh. And we are getting voice work out of this podcast. We are going to get some voice acting gigs. Gee. We have to. Come on. Look at all, all these different voices we can do. All right. Uh, but when Frank Welker is too old, who's going to take his spot? Me. Okay. Um, we need more Energon Prime. All right. Uh, what else? Do you have anything else? Uh, I have. Did you see this? You know, Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics Cologne. <laughs> Su- different colognes of different superheroes. Oh God! So you can smell like the Incredible Hulk. What? The, what the... Or uh, they're fake. How can they smell like anything? I don't know. Is this another Stanley idea? It's me. I invented Marvel superhero cologne. It's in my next. Who wants to be a superhero? No. Who wants to smell like a superhero? (laughs) Me, Stanley. I run on the treadmill and I bottle my own sweat Ah. and it smells like superheroes. Anybody who wants to smell like Stanley's toupee? Buy this cologne. You you spray the evildoers in the eyes with my cologne and it kills them. <laughs> what? What's an <laughs> IFC? <laughs> Fragrance makers JADS International have unveiled its new line of cologne based on the Avengers, which includes six different scents based on the the heroes and villains from Marvel's upcoming film, The Avengers. They're based on Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, and Nick Fury, and Loki. Who is Loki? I just invented him. Wasn't he one of the Viking guys? From like Thor, the yeah, the the Norse, yeah. one of the Norse gods. Oh boy! So this is real. So you can actually smell like Stanley, Captain America. Yeah, Stanley. Basically, that's right. Enough shit. <laughs> All right. So then I saw yeah. this uh, on Facebook. Some people mentioned this. Uh, this pinballarcade.com. Yes. Can you go to it? Go uh, basically. So what this is is uh, this is a video game company, um, and they are coming out with a product. It's a you know mostly downloadable content, but well, Frank Nor has been talking yeah. about this on the overnight skate. It is if um, you go to onsug.com. Yes. What's this here? Frank Nor he's he's totally he's all over this. Yeah. He loves this. I think this is the video. Okay. Well, basically, they um, they have all these pinball you know, games, these classic pinball games from from Bally, Stern, Williams, Hi, and Gottlieb. So basically, what they do is they the process is they buy the they somehow get a hold of these these old you know classic pinball tables, which are you know thirty, forty, fifty years old. 
In real life. Yes. The actual machine. Yes. And they take the machines apart. They take all kinds of pictures. They take them apart. So they have to, like, they have this technology where they, like, scan it. And when they scan it, they do, like, a 3D scan, and it takes, like, the textures and everything and recreates it for them in their program. Yeah. And they have to do every little piece. That's awesome. And somehow they, they come up with, they mimic all the all the pieces, the noises, everything, the working, all the mechanical in the pinball machine. Yeah, the lights, the wood, the, the plunger, the ball, everything. Insane. It's awesome, though, because uh, they, on the Wii, I have a game they came out with the Williams. Yeah, that's um, them. The, it's, yeah. It's, it's Pinball Hall of Fame Williams edition. Yeah. They also had a Pinball Hall of Fame Gottlieb edition. And uh, yeah, on the Wii, the the I have the Pinball Hall of Fame Williams edition, and it's very, very, very good, mm. very good. The, I mean, the the from the graphics, the sounds, the play, like yeah. just the controls and everything. It's it's, it's a pinball simulation. Now, are they going to come out with the Wii? They have every single controller known to man. Not Nintendo, but these third <laughs> party. They're going to have a pinball. I want a pinball controller. <laughs> I want the plunger, I want the paddles, the tilts. That would be cool, actually. That would be really cool. You know, it would be like, you know, these people build their own MAME arcade yeah. cabinets. Well, they even they make one for the iPad. Oh, it's for, like a for mini everything. cabinet. You put the iPad in there, and then you could play it like it's a, a cabinet. Yeah, the iCade, I think yeah. it's called. So they should make, like, instead of a, a, a MAME arcade cabinet, people should make, like, a MAME pinball yes. machine. And you could just f scroll through, like, I want to play this pinball game, and, and somehow it just comes up on... Well, I mean, there really is, there is none. I mean, it doesn't exist, because the pinballs are not, it's not software that you could just download, like, off of a, you know, you can't dump it like you would off an arcade board. Right. It's well, entirely its own thing. Well, so this is awesome. Like I said, Frank Nora from the Overnight Scape is is going crazy about this. He loves it. He's like he loves pinball. Like I said, I really enjoyed the Williams uh, Hall of Fame game. Why on don't the we Wii. go to the pinball place in the Jersey Shore? What the museum? Oh, is it a museum? I guess it is. It's in, uh, I, I don't know. Let's go winter. this summer. We'll go. Well, you can probably go in the winter. If it's open. All right, well, this winter we'll go. Anyway, so so what is this called? This is called. Pinball Arcade. Pinball Arcade, and they have on the side. They it says Williams, Gottlieb, Stern, Bally. So it's going to include pretty much all the the pinball games mm. from all the different companies. It'll be available on the PlayStation Three, PS Everything. Vita, Nintendo 3DS, Windows, Macintosh, um, Xbox Live, Xbox Live, Android. Uh, I'm sure the Wii or the Wii U, iPad, iPhone. So this is cool. So when does this come out? I don't know. I think soon. I'm not sure. All right. Well, cool. And this is by Farsight Studios. Yeah. Nice. All, All right. right. Well, I'm excited. Anything else before we get to you know who? Uh. I saw a commercial. You know how we said Ted Danson is now on CSI? Yeah. Another person is on CSI now. I saw a commercial. I don't watch CSI, but I saw a commercial. But it's like three. There's three different CSIs. Well, one of them. She, she's on one of them now. Elizabeth Shue God. is now on CSI. I didn't, I didn't think she was still acting. Well, she was in Hamlet, too. Was she? 
which was very fun. She she played herself in Hamlet mm. too. Ah. Uh, I have another. Whatever happened to? Whatever happened to Dan Cortez? Ah. Whatever happened to this guy? He was on Seinfeld. He was on MTV all the time doing this. Oh. Little, you know the sports shows and. The, I think he still does like the occasional direct to DVD movie. Not as a star, but you know. Well, so, all of the. I mean, what, you, like with Seagal, he should do yeah, movies. He probably with does. I'm like all of those MTV like in '90s VJ. They're all like I mean, like remember I Dallas and Kennedy. They all have like yeah. one one name. And I think Kennedy has a show on one of these. Like, yeah, she's a right wing kook. Well, hated her. But yeah, yeah. I mean, they they're all like remember Daisy Fuentes and. Unfortunately. Downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> yeah. MTV, they had two different Julie Browns. Did they? One was white and one was black. From England. <laughs> Made no sense. Well, Adam Curry does his own podcast. But Kurt Loder's still around. On MTV? No. That, that guy's got to be like 80 years there, old there's no, There's nothing musically related on MTV anymore. <laughs> That's true. Kurt Have you noticed, Loder. all of these... Cable channels, MTV, uh, IFC was originally independent film channel. No more of that on there. Well, it's um, all reality shows now. Uh, the Learning Channel. Nope, not anymore. Now it's the Stupid Channel, TLC. They got where they had to get rid of their long names because they don't represent them anymore. Unfortunately. I mean, the Sci-Fi Channel, they had to change the name to SY-FY. Swyfwy. Because it made no sense. <laughs> oh well. Anyway. Well, because these networks, like th these TV stations, they start up, they start showing good things, and then eventually they just degenerate into reality shows. It's just ridiculous. Every one of them. All right, come on. All right, next. Um, all right, so we saw this coming a mile away. Russell Brand, who we hate. And Katy Perry, who we also hate. I like her. One year, divorced. One year. So? Uh, how could they even stand being around each other in the first place? They're both so annoying and dumb. Uh, I don't think she's that bad. He is, I mean, he's a moron. He's like, he, he, he's, he's like a, he never shuts up. He's like a British Robin Williams. Isn't he always guy. drunk? He's just always hyper, making, just shut up. I don't know, Robin Williams is still married. Uh, Mega Upload, did you want to no, talk about that? Or... I, I, I never in my life once ever used MegaUpload.com for anything. It's really all porn. So I, it never affected me, that no, the I fact mean, that, that they're closed is, down. It's really, all that stuff's really porn. It's just like all the stuff surrounding the shutting down of it was kind of weird, like... The guy Kim.com, he had well, this crazy compound just, in New no, Zealand just, and a panic room and a sawed-off shotgun and inflatable just, tanks. It wasn't just them. It was all different sites went down like the same time. The government is coming after us. It's like Skynet. This guy had inflatable tanks on his front lawn to try to scare away the army. Alright. Uh, Alright, next... You know, 
these, uh, like, you see all the time on TV, the breakfast commercials. It's like, oh, we're made with whole grains. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You should start the day off right with our nutritious, healthy breakfast. Yeah. Right, so these companies claim breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You gotta have nutritious, blah, blah, blah. You go to the, you know, when, when, when I go to the supermarket, I go down the cereal aisle, it's all like chocolate and marshmallows. Well. At what point in time did these companies convince parents, yeah, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Feed them chocolate and marshmallows. Because the parents don't want to deal with the kid who won't eat just regular raisin bran or, uh, <laughs> you know, ordinary Cheerios or something. But that's not healthy. I mean, they don't care. So, so, so why not buy a, a Hershey bar and a bag of marshmallows? Well, I'm sure that they would. If, you know, these are the same people. It's marketing. It's feed, all marketing. They're the same people feed the kids the pink slime from McDonald's. <laughs> that's true. Ammonia hamburgers. Yeah. It's terrible. It's all a marketing scam. Life is a scam. All right, next. All right, uh, all right. So we finally saw, finally had a chance to see the the movie independent film People vs George Lucas, which we talked about on our show. I don't know four or five years ago. <laughs> Because, well, we finally thing, saw it. Well, the reason we said it was because they wanted fans to make their own videos and send it in. And they would use them. But when we watched the finished product, there was hardly any fans who were actually on it. It was all, you know, like comedians or, uh, you know... Editors yeah, from websites yeah, and bloggers. And... Right. But anyway, the reason we bring this up is George Lucas says it's, that it's he's a retiring man. from blockbuster filmmaking. Well, he retired from blockbuster filmmaking like 10 years ago because he hasn't made a film he's, he's in imbecile. 10 years. He's an imbecile. What is he talking about? So anyway, we saw this this film finally. Um, basically how the film goes, it's a, very well done. Basically how it goes is it starts with, the setup is it explains Star Wars, you know, the phenomenon. There's a lot of people talking about the phenomenon from back then, the 70s and all. <clears throat> so wait, hold on a minute. The People versus George Lucas. When did this come out? Uh, maybe uh, two years ago, I think they finally released oh, so it. So maybe like around t 2009, 2010, 10. 2010, yeah. all right. So, so they're talking about it. Yeah, so they the talk history. about the history of Star Wars for about half hour or so. Uh, the original, you know, Star Wars trilogy, all that. Right. And, you know, they talk about George Lucas and where he came from and how he got the ideas for Star Wars and how they, was, they were made and, the, again, the phenomenon, everything, et cetera, et cetera. No, which you probably everyone has seen nine million times. But you know, it's important to reiterate the these are story. these are fans. <clears throat> yeah, mostly. And and they're they're you know, they're they're talking about how much they loved like I can't oh when I saw yeah. Return of the Jedi in the theaters, oh my god, it was yeah. so awesome. It, so, I, I loved it. Right. Huge fan. Then they start and then it goes into what, you know, the purpose of the film was is the special editions. Not only that, but it's the special editions. No, no, no. Of... But it, it starts with the special yes. editions. It starts with the special editions of Star Wars because it's going in chronological yes. order. So it starts with the special editions and all the changes that he made. You know, the whole Greedo didn't shoot right. first, or Han didn't shoot. You know, all that nonsense. The 
Then what? the scene with Han Solo and Jabba the Hutt with the CGI Jabba the Hutt, which just looked ridiculous. And... But again, that so so it transitioned to the next part of the movie, and and again, these fans are saying, "Oh my God, the special editions!" My mind was about to explode. I couldn't. Bl- I was so excited. I got in line. This was a, a dream come true. I could finally watch these movies again in the theater, relive my childhood. And any changes ever? Uh oh. Yeah. And then it was uh oh. Now, in truth, I was more incensed by those changes later on, particularly by the changes that he made in 2004 for those DVD releases, than I was about that. Because the special edition, you know, he added some scenes, he added some special effects. Well, he added things in the background, yeah, which, and buildings, and ships. And then he changed, you know, one of the problems was he added, in the first Star Wars, it wasn't as bad. It was Return of the Jedi, which he really mucked up bad. Yeah. He, you know, he changed the ending song, and then he changed... Oh, no, wait a minute. No, he didn't do that for the special edition. He didn't? Maybe he did. Maybe he, I think he did a little bit. He did that, but still, it was still the old guy as the ghost of Anakin Skywalker. Right. He, I don't think... But he, he had added in... He changed the musical number. He added in some musical number... And it was awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. He added puppets and CGI. Right, right. But anyway, he does all that. So they talk about that and how much some people hate it. Well, the thing with... Again, I've never seen the movie. But the fans were saying the whole, like, Han shoots first or Greedo shoots first. They're like, it was good the way it was originally because these are... He was Multi- a pirate. Well, right. He was a pirate, but also it gives some dimension to the characters. Everything isn't black and white. Everything isn't cut and dry. It's like, yeah, you want to cheer for him. He's a good guy, but you know, he, he shot first. Now, this is the same guy who wound up taking a little, an innocent little boy, and turned him into Darth Vader. <laughs> right. So, where all of a sudden he has this morals, I don't know. Yeah. So the fans were saying, you know, you're 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 like, you know, quote, child washing these movies, yeah. like stripping away. The personality of the characters to make them, in his mind, more child-friendly, and they hated it. So, and, and then, and then, what was after the special editions? They went. Yeah. To so then they started talking about the prequels, the prequels, and how all these people they would go through each person who was they were so excited, like new Star Wars. Oh my god! Right, it was the same thing. It was like it. dream come true. I've been oh. waiting my whole life. I'm so excited. I'm going to get in line now. And they had the the perfect reaction to these people, where they're you know they're all waiting in line forever and ever. And then they were they were they they showed old old news footage, which was the best part of it, about you know people news footage of these people online, and these guys were like goofing with each other, like, well, what if it stinks? Right? No, no, it can't stink. Like that's crazy nah, talk. Come on, nah. we're just joking around. Of course, it's going to be the best movie ever. So then you know, all as they would cut for each person that they had interviewed. You know, they were like, you know, all of a sudden we're watching it. And this is the same reaction I had. The first, yeah, the first um, scroll, you know, how in Star Wars is, right. and, and then there goes the title, and then here comes this title scroll. Now, in the past, it was like one paragraph. You, no one right. would read it. Right. All of a, a sudden, long, this long one time comes ago up. in a galaxy far, far away. All of a sudden, this one comes up. It's like a book. <laughs> it's going on. It's like six it's, paragraphs. It's talking about like trade agreements, trade and agreements, tariffs and, and, and tariffs, and treaties. Like, what? And... Who cares? 
And so that was, you know, people are like, whoa, uh-oh, this, this <laughs> like, might that's not That's when the sinking well. feeling began. But I, but, but I wanted to, you know, let's, yeah. let's watch the rest of the movie. And so they kind of, and then there was Jar Jar. Of course, Jar Jar yeah. Banks, who they hated. Everybody. But then, so they, like, they, at the end of the movie, they were kind of like, in unison, like, well, this isn't very good, but, but then the thing was, they all, like, each of these crazy people, they went back and saw it two or three times. Because well, it was like they said they, they couldn't believe that it wasn't good. Yeah, they they said, you know, it's been a while. It's a new Star Wars movie. Maybe I just have to watch it again and, and yeah. let it grow on me. Well, and then and eventually, of course, they hated it. Right. And then they hated the other prequels. <laughs> and then what they would show was, you know, these guys who, who, had, who were Star Wars fans originally and now had kids. And they brought the kids to the movies. And their kids loved these movies. They loved Jar Jar, all that. And they hated it. Right. And they're like, no, you do not love this movie. You're punished. <laughs> and so there's one guy who was Go like, stand in the corner. This one guy's like, well, they're just all geeks. They just can't accept that it's new. I'm like, no, it's... It's terrible. If people can understand when something is bad. Yeah. Well, it's, it's bad movie making, bad writing, bad acting, bad everything. So one of the cool things I saw in that that I, I, I kind of knew about this, but I kind of forgot was these people have made, you know, kind of... And Lucas hasn't stopped them from making this. But these people have made these like uncut things or like cut or something. It's oh, like, like the like 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 a, a, a they edit it a fan edit. Yeah, so of, they've done, of each of the prequels and and the original ones too, which Lucas has botched, of course. Well, so they've done that too. But yeah, so the pre it's funny. I have to. I've yet to watch. I got to find the one for the Phantom. I want to see the one for the Phantom Menace, who they say that they have they they cut it. I guess they took all the Jar Jar out or something, but. They say, actually, people were saying that it's actually a decent movie. <laughs> After all the cuts. <clears throat> oh, maybe. We'll see. We'll have to watch oh, it. Oh, man. But, yeah, it was, it was a good movie. People versus George Lucas. Well, I, look, I have to give George Lucas or Lucasfilm at least a little bit of credit. Because, like you said, they haven't stopped any of these fan movies or fan edits. In fact, they go so so far as to put some of the sound effects library online yeah. for the fans to download and make their fan films. So I have to give them some credit. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But otherwise, George Lucas is terrible. He's insane. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, I was blowing something. I on think the I'll, keyboard. I'll be deleting, I'll be deleting that part. I'm sorry. <laughs>